You're listening to the Hall About Public Safety Podcast, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes with the men and women in uniform with the Hall County Sheriff's Office and Hall County Fire Services. A fair warning before we get started, sometimes the subject matter of this podcast might not be suitable for younger audiences. Parents are advised to use discretion. Let's get to today's episode. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome in to the first 2020 episode of the Hall About Public Safety Podcast. I'm Brian Stewart, joined once again by Hall County Fire Services' Zach Brackett. Now, you're the PIO, but you're also, what's your other title, Chief? I'm a Division Chief of Professional Standards. That's right. That's right. All right, so it's confusing because you're not the chief of the whole department, but you are a chief in the department. Ish, yes. So, anyway... uh, since it's New Year's, and we all hope you guys have a safe, happy, and prosperous New Year, but I want to circle back to one of those, and that is safe. So, a lot of times, y'all make New Year's resolutions, and let's be honest, we don't keep them. We say we're going to lose the weight, we get the gym membership, we go two times in January, and then we cancel it in February, and we forget about New Year's resolutions until about, oh, December 30th, later on in the year. But... We have some New Year's resolutions that we want you to do when it comes to fire safety. So, Zach, you've been kind of putting together a list here. Um, And let's just kind of run down because these are not only New Year's resolutions that are important for your safety, but also they're very actionable and very easy to accomplish. You could go do this in a weekend and then, hey, you've got a New Year's resolution that you've made and kept. Yeah, it's a it's a fairly short list of things that you can do, not just related to fire safety, but just safety in general around the home um, and a way to keep you and your family safe. So let's start out. We touched on it a little bit in a, in a previous podcast, so I, I don't want to dive too much into it because we've already put this information out there, but it's winter time. We got the, the fireplaces and that sort of stuff. So just let's hit some real quick winter fire safety. Sure. So no, in, in no particular order, um, us coming from the fire service, we're always going to hammer smoke alarms. Um, you know, we, we do put that out frequently, but it's frequently something that, that we see that's missed um, after the fact uh, of fires. We see, we see folks that, you know, they don't have a, a, smoke, a working smoke alarm in the home at all. Um, we obviously, we recommend that you have on at least one smoke alarm per level of the house and outside of all, all sleeping areas as well. Make sure we change those batteries twice a year. Um, and now they've, they've actually started manufacturing 10-year 10 uh, self-contained uh, smoke alarms that have the batteries uh, contained within there. So you, you buy it, you hook it in. The second you hook it in, it turns on, and it's good for 10 years. So then you don't have to worry about changing the batteries. But you do need to test it. Make yes, sure you do working. need to still test it monthly to make sure it's working. Um, but it, it's a... That's an easier, in, in this day and age, it's an easier set-and-forget method of, uh, of installing smoke alarms. And if anybody needs assistance with installing smoke alarms, correct me if I'm wrong, that's, is that a service that Hall County Fire Services helps out with? Yeah, so it, if somebody just doesn't have the, if they don't have the means or if they need help um, e- either installing or procuring uh, smoke alarms, they can contact our, the Hall County Fire Marshal's office, and uh, we'll be happy to set that up and, and install them for them. All right, so another fire safety thing, and this is one that uh, you know you can just go get at your local hardware store. There's a very important piece of equipment a lot of us probably don't have in our kitchen that we need that really could be quite literally a lifesaver. That's correct, and that would be a fire extinguisher. Um, it, it's it's always a good idea just based on based on the fact that you're cooking um, to have a way to extinguish a fire. Um, greased fires. Uh, they they really move quickly 
and they you know they spread very quickly and, and can do a lot of damage so if you have a, a fire extinguisher uh, that's that's available and handy uh, that works if you don't baking soda flour a lid for a pot all those things are used to smother a grease fire um, and do not put water on a grease fire it makes it makes it get bigger all right so let's move on what is the next hall county fire services new year's resolution that uh, we need to make have a home safety plan have a have a plan uh, that each member of your family is is trained on practice that every month um, you need to know two ways out of every room of your home uh, and and train everybody on on what actions to take and and not just talking about fires um, talking about high wind events a tree falls on your house and and you know caves the roof in and you're in one end of the house and your family's on the other you need to know a way out of your house that's safe ish you know you need you need to be able to evaluate those options think about things that haven't happened before um you need to to have a, a regular place for people to meet up outside the house and uh and and just practice that and and that way everybody knows what to do when something bad happens one of the tips i've heard kind of in more recent years and talking about your safety plan is, is I've heard it's good to have a meeting place outside the house and it's good to have one if you go out the front door and one if you go out the back door especially if you have younger kids who might be scared and disoriented that it's good to have those paces but I also want to back up and touch on a point you mentioned knowing two ways out of every room in your house now to common people like me I'm thinking well th- the door to my bedroom that's the only way in and out but you're probably thinking of some other ways out of yeah, the room. Yeah, um, a door, a window, um, with with simple construction methods such as drywall and siding. You you can for the adults in the house. You need to think about if if there's no other way out other than going through a wall. What are you going to do? You can you believe it or not, most of us can fit between 16 inch center studs and. It, it's options. It's looking at options, thinking outside the box, realizing that you can go out a door, you can go out of a window, um, and and being okay with those options and having a plan in place and understanding that you know if my house is on fire, it's I much I'd much rather have a broken ankle from hanging out the side and dropping down from a second story window than inhaling a bunch of smoke and suffocating. That's correct. That's correct. All right. So moving on, what's the next New Year's resolution we need to make? Have your chimney cleaned by a professional at least once a year. More frequently if you use your fireplace regularly. Um, the creosote buildup, it, it's going to ignite. It's going uh, to cause you to have an attic fire, uh, really compromise your, um, your chimney. So if you frequently use your, your fireplace, uh, even if you use seasoned wood, you're still going to have creosote buildup, and you need to have it inspected and serviced by a... Uh, by a professional every year. And moving on to the next resolution, this is one that is really important this time of year in terms of being able to identify your house because this time of year the days are shorter. So EMS, fire, if you're rolling up to a scene, it's dark and it, it can be hard to identify a house. So what is something we need to do that we can do at our local hardware store? Well, house numbers are extremely important for us to be able to find your house. Um, it can get very confusing in the dark um, or in the daytime for that matter, um, to find a house uh, because, you know, people, when you buy your house, that's one of the first things you do is you want to make everything pretty and put numbers up. Um, but 
we need to make sure they're visible at night. We need to make sure that if you have a, a large grouping of mailboxes that your driveway or the, low, the way to find your house is clearly marked. It could be mailbox numbers, it could be numbers on a house, it could be a sign beside your driveway with your numbers on it. But it needs to be big, it needs to be bold, it needs to be visible. Because um, that can mean that can mean the difference between us pulling down your driveway and getting to you or you being frustrated with the fact that we're driving up and down the road trying to locate where you're at. And this is one of the ones, we've been talking a lot about fire safety on this podcast, but I, I want to make sure that this one is clear that most people are probably thinking fire right now, so thinking, well, if my house is on fire, you're going to know which one it is. But this one is crucially important for med calls. Yes, for medical calls, um, any any kind of call for service that you have uh, from anyone, people need to they need to be able to see the numbers of your house. Um, we can usually get very close to the area, but one of the most frequent things you hear uh, on, on our radio traffic is, can you have them step out? Can you have them flash a light? Because the guy, the the folks that are that are responding cannot figure out which house is the one that they're responding to. So it it is a problem. It's something that the homeowner um, they they're not going to think about until until they need us. And this is also one that you just probably forget about. And it's one that you need, I'm assuming, to make clear because I know the last digit of my house number is a seven. The last digit of my next door neighbors is a one. So it can be really hard unless, you know, you make sure it's big and bold. That seven can sure look like a one, and y'all don't need to be breaking down my door if it's my next door neighbor that's having an emergency. Right. We usually try to confirm confirm before we do that kind of thing, but... Um, we, we definitely do need that confirmation and it needs to be plain so we we encourage folks to you know wait until nighttime go outside your house and see if you can truly see your numbers on your mailbox um, do they need to be bigger do they need to be bigger on your house if they're on your house they need to have some sort of light on them so that we can see it from the roadway all right so speaking of stuff around your house this is another one and uh this is really something that you can if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're not in your car driving but if you're at your house you can go do this right now while you're listening to the podcast and that's knowing a specific location of some stuff in your house so what do people need to know so it when again when you move into your house one of the things you probably did is is you went and looked for your water shut off and your electrical panel and your gas shut off uh, controlling your utilities, knowing where those shutoffs are, but it, it's over time. And thinking about my own house right now, I ha- there's a, there's the water meter, and then there's a water shutoff inside your house somewhere. Um, only you know where it is. For me, mine's in my garage. But thinking about my own garage right now, I need to go home tonight and clear a path because <laughs> there I've slowly accumulated things up to where if I needed to get to that valve, I, I probably couldn't as quickly as I needed to. Water damage um, is is absolutely devastating to a home. So if you have, um, with us being in winter, if we have a, an ice storm, if we were, we're without power, you have frozen pipes and then those things thaw, you can have burst pipes and then need to control the water to your home very quickly and turn that water off. So knowing where the water shutoff is, knowing where the gas shutoff and also the electric shutoff is, to be able to control those utilities um, in, in time of an emergency. And speaking of, of those utilities, you guys have another New Year's resolution you want people to make related specifically to electricity. So wh- what is that? Well, uh, you know, electricity, we, it's kind of like smoke alarms. We're, it's the same message that we always say, but we're hoping through repetition comes a little action on, on the part of, of citizens in the county. 
um, you, making sure they're using the outlets appropriately, they're not overloading them. Um, we still to this day see uh, a power strip that's plugged into an outlet that has another power strip plugged into it so that they can really expand out on, on the use of electronics. And uh, it, it could work, it could work for 10 years. But whenever it goes bad, it goes bad quickly and it overloads those circuits and you can end up with a major fire that way. Um, utilizing undersized extension cords to run, to run equipment or um, holiday lights, um, any kind of electronic display, it, it's, it's something that, that we, we try to hammer home and, and mention every time we can. And this is another New Year's resolution that is more related to fire. And it's one that I'm fascinated to hear the reason on. And one of the New Year's resolutions you want people to make is sleep with your door closed. Yes. Why is that? So sleeping with your bedroom door closed, um, it, it provides you a protective bubble, uh, believe it or not. During, during a house fire, um, having that door shut, it helps protect you from the products of combustion, the smoke, and the toxic gases. Um, and it buys you time to escape out of a window if you if you need to. Uh, you can go online and Google you know the the difference between an open door and a shut door during a fire, and you're going to see amazing images. And we we've shared some on on our uh, Facebook with the with the permission of uh, of the homeowners whenever this has occurred. But um, you can have a, a room that is intact and looks completely normal and open the door and all the way through the hallway and the rest of the house is, is charred and burnt black all the way to the floor. But the, the simple door helps protect the room. And it does the same thing for you when you're asleep. It buys you time. And that time uh, can be critical is, is perhaps an, an understatement. And speaking of time, one of the common fires we hear of when you hear about house fires. Of course, you hear things about unattended cooking, you mm -hmm. hear about a short circuit in electrical, but there's another appliance in the house that can be a big culprit if you're not careful, and that is the dryer. So what do we need to do to make sure our dryer doesn't turn into a fire hazard? So uh, the the number one thing you can do to eliminate uh, or, or help mitigate the fire hazard that's posed by a dryer is to clean the, the dryer of lint after every use. Uh, make sure you, you clean that off. Um, also, at least once or twice a year, if you can pull that dryer out, really, you know, you can go and spend $20 at Home Depot and buy a, a lint cleaning um, kit that will help clean the lint out that gets trapped inside your dryer. Um, you can attach it to a vacuum cleaner and suck all that lint out. Um, but then also, making sure that uh, that you clean the, the actual vent itself, the one that goes from your wall out, outside your house, uh, that needs to be cleaned also because it will, it will trap lint. Um, a, another big danger is, is the connection between the dryer and the wall. So that little, that short run of uh, vent material um, that vents the dryer out to the wall up to the, to the dryer vent, um, it, it's frequently, people, people will purchase or, or be given um, like a vinyl a vinyl vent section and a vinyl or thin metal and both of those that the thin metal and also the vinyl are flammable so you take lint that's flammable extremely flammable and uh, pack it full in a in a vinyl wrapped hose and then attach it to a heat source it it it, it could be a recipe for disaster and start a fire 
So last New Year's resolution you guys want people to make is the home safety survey. So walk us through what that is and what people need to do. Well, it, just do a general safety survey around your house. Look for things that can cause people to slip, trip, or fall. Look for um, loose rugs. That's that's a big thing for the elderly. Um, any any kind of change in, in elevation, whether it's steps, uh, you need to have a handrail, need to have adequate lighting for things. Just look for things that maybe have been on your to-do list for a while um, of, hey, I need to get to that, but then you forget about it. You know, go ahead and fix those things. It, it can help you out in the long run and, um, and really make things safer for you and your family. So let's recap. Let's go through. These are 10 New Year's resolutions that fire services want you to do. Let's do real quick, just kind of a, a shot by shot of these resolutions we want folks to make. And, and again, these are super easy. You can knock these out in a weekend. Yep. Smoke alarms, one on every level of your home and uh, near sleeping areas. Change the batteries twice a year. Uh, consider purchasing a 10-year smoke alarm. Uh, have a fire extinguisher in your kitchen to help you with any kind of cooking fires. Uh, home safety plan that you practice at least once a month. Have two ways out of every room. Have your chimney cleaned professionally every year. Make sure your house numbers are visible uh, from the roadway. And uh, make sure you know how to turn off all the utilities in your house. That's electric, gas, water. Make sure you're using the outlets appropriately. Uh, don't overload an outlet. Make sure you close the doors to your sleeping areas at night. And make sure that you clean your, clean your dryers of, of lint after every use and service that make sure all your dryer vents are cleaned out and then also do a home safety survey and fix anything that might be left over on your to-do list again you can knock all of these out in no time at all and we will make sure that we knock out the safe part of having a safe and happy new year and we hope you all have had a safe and happy holiday season thank you so much for joining us this has been the hall about public safety podcast i'm brian stewart joined by zach brackett thanks again Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Hall About Public Safety podcast. Episodes come out monthly. You can find links to them on hallcounty.org and in the monthly county newsletter. And, of course, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts to get all the latest content. I'm Brian Stewart. Thanks for listening.